All okay. right, Gina. I'm you ready. ready to be counted in? I'm ready, Gina. Ready Jacket. in Hamesh, Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast? With Christina P. I am going to Saney's in Nashville from March 11th through the 13th. I added a 4 p.m. show on Saturday because I'm, I don't want, they're like, hey, you're selling tickets. Do you want to add a late show Saturday? And I said, no, bitch. I want to add like an afternoon show. That's what I'm talking That's, about. And I'm telling you, homies, why not make every fucking night an afternoon show? I don't understand what this is. Like at 10 o'clock on a Friday, get your life. Everybody's too tired, man. What I'm saying is skip work and come to my show Friday at 4 o'clock. Just kidding. No, there's Saturday. It's Saturday, not Friday. And then Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa. I haven't been there in so long. Um, April 9th through 11th. And then San Antonio, Tejas. Um, that's July 15th through July 17th. I have to like do the math in my head. Like what's the seven? Is that July? <laughs> Why do I feel like the the older I get, the less I know? I know so little. I used to think I knew a lot, and then and then I had children, and then this year happened, and I'm like, oh, I know, I know so little about the nature of reality. <laughs> we are in the matrix. So, anyways, um, I'm in a weird mood today. I have to be honest. I I was I was I you know I didn't sleep well last night because I took pot. I shouldn't have done that. I haven't taken pot in a long time, and then I. <laughs> Uh, and then what did I fucking I watched something weird with the with the husband some murder shit and then these came into my life get ready for this so I came across this on TikTok mm. <laughs> it's so disgusting and I had to share and some of you who listen to this show are probably guilty about using these and you're gonna email me and you're gonna tell me how great they are and how disgusting I am and patriarchy and blah, 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 but I don't care because I'm 44 years old. I've been menstruating most of my life and until two days ago on TikTok, I learned that there were things called cloth pads. Now, Now I've 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 tried the period panties that you just you free flow into. I think the company is called Think. Yeah, and it's actually it feels counterintuitive. I didn't really enjoy the feeling of just like what? There's nothing here to catch this. What other stuff can, can you do? Everything in those free flow panties? You mean like number twos or number ones? Yeah, ones, twos, no. threes. So. Google, that's actually, I'll give them a shout out. Think is the name of the company, I believe. Think, pat, panties. And they're good for your lighter days. I would, yeah, thinks, T-H-I-N-X. They're great. They're a great company. They're pro-woman. I love them. And they have them for pee stuff too, if you're leaking. Um, and look, they have so many positive reviews. People really dig them. I just, I was kind of like, I don't know. I can't. Ah. <laughs> um, Call me crazy, but I don't, I don't like to deal with my own menstrual blood. <laughs> like I know there's some women that love to make art with it or paint their faces with it or crochet. I don't know. 
I'm just old school that way where I'm like, if it's, if it's coming out of me, it means that I don't need to deal with it. Like I don't need to touch it. I know that there are women who eat their placenta after they have children. Cool. Exactly. I guess that's, that's, that's okay. It's not my cup of, it's not my cup of menstrual blood, but you do whatever you want to do. Um, also, too, I, I spoke to a doctor, and apparently there's no medical value to eating your own placenta. So, you know, I think it's whatever. Um, and also, like, don't you think if if there were value to eating placenta, like, you know, Erewhon would have made a chip out of a placenta, out of placenta chips or something. Like, they do it out of everything, like kale, which is disgusting, too. Okay, so I wait. I waited just for you to open these. <laughs> um, Dr. Hockman, um, no stranger to this show, my pediatrician, we were joking about these. She so kindly had Amazon sent me these immediately. They are called Timoy. Timoy. T E A M O Y is the brand. I'm like marveling at the packaging because this woman's super stoked because she's got her cloth maxi pad on and she's on her exercise. <laughs> Which is cool because you're like, I want to I wanna bleed into a cloth and then mush it right in there. I want to free bleed and I want to ride a bike. Mm. Okay, well, let's let's investigate. I waited for you. Go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean. There's so many questions, Yeah, right? I mean, first so question is, yeah. you know, on Dr. Drew After Dark, you got the pens and then you pushed the piss out into mm -hmm. it on the show. I did. Are we going to be expecting something similar with these panties or? No. I would rather who I would uh I would rather shit into an adult diaper once than do this. I would what? I would rather give myself diarrhea and then shit into a, a diaper than do this. Like this to me is so it's so far out there, What's, man. Hold on, what's the logic behind that? I don't know. It's just uh, there's so many things I would rather do than wear a cloth maxi pad. But isn't it grosser to get number two? Yeah. Into your bits? I don't care about caca. I don't know why. I don't I don't want it. I just don't want any of it, Nadab. Don't give me a hard time. Here we go. Ready? You got it, Chief. Okay, ready? Oh god, I know there's so many people out here like Oh my god. Okay, ready? Surprisingly thin. <laughs> Surprisingly thin. So okay, so here it goes. And then you wrap this. So this goes face up. And that's for multiple uses. This is for so hold on. Yeah, you put this in your panty and then there's some snaps in the back. And I snap it around my underpants. And then this is how it goes like around your chonies. And then there's a piece, it feels like felt kind of. It's like uh, remember in Sunday school? <sighs> Uh, when they have a felt board and then like there was like cut out Jesus and cut out shepherds and they I stick them. I don't remember em. that. Yeah, you Jays don't have that. <laughs> yeah, Jays don't have that. <laughs> this is identical. It just feels like a thin piece of felt and then you're supposed to bleed onto the felt. Now, I will say that this particular material doesn't feel absorbent to me. Like blood, in my estimation, would just sit on the surface and just kind of hang out so that you can really mush it against your vagina. Ooh, really mush that. <laughs> wow, oh, there's so many. And here's the neat thing, too, is that... What the fuck are these? These are the nighttime pads, because you bleed... Oh, they're at, so much bigger. They're so much bigger. So your nighttime pad, you want more coverage... 
because you're moving around and stuff and you can have leaks. So the, the thinking is to give them big. Now, I don't like the hippie butterfly. Like, that's another thing too, is that this is clearly, this is clearly a whole food shopper. The aesthetic says, I'm a hippie. I don't wear, I wear Tom's deodorant. I don't brush my teeth with um i don't brush my teeth with commercial brands i use the charcoal brush and i use no fluoride toothpaste right like those assholes and i love patchouli because it it covers up the need to shower so here we go <sighs> any have you ever dated a girl like a heavy girl who wears who wore patchouli and was stinky like did you tolerate that ever uh no i haven't but if i did i mean that'd be a one-day thing it'd be like <laughs> listen girl we, we we gotta work something out you know what i'm saying i mean it can't be like that it just can't i can't deal with it you can't and if you if you're dating a woman i mean would this bother you if you found i mean i guess you don't know the menstrual habits of your girlfriend or whatever but i, I mean I, I know enough to say i ain't dealing with those no nah, don't <laughs> don't take those out like if, if i take off the pants and then i see those motherfuckers <laughs> That's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, homie. That's a wrap. So, so here's the neat part. But let's say I'm at your house. We're dating, and I'm like, Annie, I'm I have my period. May I wash my menstrual pads in your washing machine? Like, uh, like what? No, <laughs> no, why no, no. You cannot. That, that, that'd be like a baby coming over <laughs> and saying, "Can I wash my diapers in you?" I know. No, you can't. See, this is this is the same logic as the disposable diaper. Who, people who were advocates of that were like, Christina. You just, you throw the turd in the toilet and then you wash them in your washing machine. It's easy. Like I, I, if I did this, I would need a dedicated washing machine, like just for my menstrual pads. Cause like, think about it. Everyone else's clothing and everything is getting washed in your uterine lining. It's so, it's, it's a lot for me, you guys. It's a fucking ton. I mean, look how ugly, 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 ugly patterns. Well, it's also like, why are there patterns on this? Like, who are you yeah. showing these to? Right. <laughs> well, they're trying to jazz it up for the hippie gal who's into this kind, like the granola chick with the the white girl with the dreads <laughs> and the door knocker piercing. You know, they're, this is for her. This is so revolting I feel like me. the granola chicks, though, they don't even use these. I think they just go into their underwear, don't they? No, no this, is, this is what they do. Okay, so this is a small one. This is the panty liner, and this is your big flow. And then this is your, okay, I'm done. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. This is great. It's so <laughs> disgusting. Now, some women, some, look how big this is. Look at this. It's a full headed. Ooh, now it looks like some J shit. <laughs> now, is this a, is this a, it doubles as a yarn. Yeah, we call that a kippa. A kippa. It's my kippa period panty. Yeah, you can now, uh, you can now go to a Jewish synagogue and, uh, you know, sit yeah. with all the women of the sit with all the ladies. The yeah, they're menstruation, menstruation lations. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, and I know that there's cups too. You can you put up in your vag canal and then you menstruate into the cup. And a lot of women love that. A lot of younger girls are into that one. I personally, I don't think like after having a baby, I can barely get a tampon to stay put. I don't know how that's gonna stay. Um, again, I'm not a fan of, you know, touching my menstrual blood or dealing with it. I think I deserve a disposable pad. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. I can afford it and I can do it. It's not an investment. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. Okay. And anybody listening that's doing this shit to yourselves, <laughs> you're good enough. You deserve to throw away a pad after you use it. You don't need to rewash a soiled pad. Okay.
Okay. Um, so much to catch up on. You guys, this might be the dumbest thought I've ever had in my head. <laughs> Something tells me it's not because uh, you guys are already laughing at me. Can't wait for yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm so stupid that... So I when I work out, I do... I'm very private about fitness. I'm not the type who I don't brag on you know the socials like i'm doing my fitness today and like look at me i'm wearing a belly top i'm i'm very private because i don't i don't look great when i you know i'm sweaty i'm kind of whatever dumpy i don't i don't wear athletic gear in public i just am like it's not for me i don't believe i look great in it um it's not for me i had the epiphany today that there are women in my neighborhood who wear lululemon pants in public who aren't coming from working out or going to work out. Did you know that? That girls just fucking wear. Now, hold on. Yeah. No, but I didn't realize that they will wear Lululemon tight ass, like tight ass yoga pants. Hell yeah. And then a shirt and then tuck it in. And that's your pant. That's absurd. Because to me, like I'm trying to hide the thigh, the ass. I guess when you're in your 20s, you're like, this will perfectly showcase what I've got. Is it the ones with the windows? Yeah, like, what do you mean? Go, Google Lululemon. Lululemon. They're like yoga leggings. And they look great. I mean, look, the girls who wear them in my neighborhood look amazed. Yeah, they're so pretty. Yeah, that's like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't realize they were just wearing this for fashion. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm so dumb this whole time. I'm like, wow, I'm so happy that people are exercising in my neighborhood. Everybody's so fit. Now, that's not what I look like. The women's high-waist yoga, light in the box. Damn, that ain't me. But yeah, I didn't realize it until now. I'm so stupid. I'm like, that girl's not going to exercise. <laughs> She's just walking into Whole Foods like that. Um, also, so some responses I got. Last week, uh, there was a woman. Do, do we have that talk on deck to play by any chance of the girl who wants to name her baby men's name? Do you understand? Your yeah, name? I think I know what you're talking about. Just play just to recap to these folks. Yes, I did name my daughter Richard. Um, I just always really loved the name Richard and I wanted a boy, but I had a girl and I decided to name her Richard anyways. And she loves it. So I don't really know why people have a problem with it. But you can take that up with her. Mm. Actually, you can't because she's like five months old. Yeah. And I also like how can't. she's directing negative toxic energy towards her baby. You could take it up with my baby. She could defend the name. Yeah. She's so trailer trash. Her demeanor is like, you won't fight with me. You fight with my baby first. Like, what? <laughs> also, I have no respect for girls with like that much of vocal fry. Like, you want to take it out with me? Take yeah. me outside. Yeah, talk it with my daughter Richard, and like I wanted a boy, I didn't get a boy. Like, ugh, that's that's. See, I think the problem with that is the the whole thing of like I wanted a boy, I didn't get a boy, therefore I'm still going to name my child a boy's name, even though she is clearly not a boy. It's so disrespectful. Like, yeah, but I I wanted. I wanted her to have blonde hair. She doesn't have blonde hair, so I'm going to dye it black is essentially what you're doing. It's Put it this way. My grandmother, uh, who's dead now, thank God, she was such a piece of incredible work. So she had two sons, 
my father and then my uncle who was born later. And she wanted a girl so bad that she dressed my uncle up <laughs> as a girl for the first three years of his life. And there are photos of him with beautiful ringlets like Shirley Temple ringlets in his hair. <laughs> Um, just cause she felt like it. Like, you know, you can't do that asshole. That's not how it goes. Like you, you cannot just decide, like, I want you to be a dinosaur. I'm going to dress this child up as a dinosaur. And I'm sure that has long-term repercussions on my uncle's mental health. I don't know what those are. I've never spoken to him about like, Hey, did that really mess? <laughs> do you still wear a dress and curls secretly? How great would it be if like that's his secret and every night he's like, I just got to put my rollers in. I got to get them. Perfect. He's like, I'm just free flowing into my panties. Right now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just want to be a woman for some reason. I can't imagine why I'm this beautiful butterfly. <laughs> These are butterflies here, guys. <laughs> so it, it's disrespectful. Um, to name your child something of the opposite gender, even though we all know gender isn't real in this era, but <laughs> if it were real, guys, uh, I'm going to say don't fucking name your daughter Richard. I believe in Germany, there's a list of names that it is illegal to name your child. Did you know that? Yes, go ahead and Google illegal names in Germany. Adolf is definitely... <laughs> Mm, weird i like how that's last on the list <laughs> I know. uh i know right okay now this is interesting so obviously here's some obviously illegal names in germany adolf hitler that should be number one i agree that's like oddly number seven on their list here today uh, osama bin laden smart the full name the full name yeah you could go with osi osa osama Hussein bin Laden. Now, Stompy, I'm not sure why. Cole, I guess they don't like the store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Natty, I'm not sure why these are illegal. Yeah, that's just a fun name, I think. Google on the link and let's read baby names. 116 illegal baby names. So that's interesting that, that, and I think we should have this policy here in the United States. In fact, I think we should regulate who can and can't have children entirely. But that's just me. Okay, it's not gonna let you. Oh, look at that, Bubby. Okay, some kid with a weird face. Let's go down. Cute kid with a weird face. Let's go down. I mean, is this an article? This is just like cute kids. Uh, this is one of those really lame slideshow sites. <sighs> yeah, according to Mom Junction, these names are banned in the UK Martian, Monkey, Chow, Chow Tao, or Chow Toe Tao, which means smelly head, Rogue. Akuma in Japanese it means devil. These are all rad names. I know. I kind of like Akuma. Like you fucking Akuma, because most people won't know. Over in France, parents are banned from naming their children Nutella, obviously, even though it's delicious. MJ. MJ. Okay. What's MJ? Michael. Michael, Michael Jackson. No, Michael, Michael Jackson Jordan, or Michael Jordan. Why not MJ? Okay. Manhattan. <laughs> well, there are children named Brooklyn here. I think right. yeah, there's Brooklyn. I've met some Brooklyns. Joy, joy you, which <laughs> means happy. Joy you. I don't know how to say French. You speak French? Mm -mm. Damon. Damon's illegal? Or is that demon? Demon. Oh, they're like a demon. <laughs> a demon. Yeah, demon. 
Prince William. <laughs> like the whole name, Prince William. First name Prince. I don't know what I was expecting from this list, but it wasn't this. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> Minnie Cooper, number okay. seven. I mean, I'm sure there are people who have named their children. Yeah, they just saw like the Italian job. And okay. They're like, I got to name my kid after that car in that movie. Oh, here we go. Also in Germany, you are only allowed to give your child a gender neutral name if you make it double barrel and the second moniker is gender specific. What? What, what the fuck's a double barrel? Okay, if you make it double barrel and the second moniker is gender specific. So meaning if you give it like the first name is gender neutral, like Pat, the second name... <laughs> Has I'm not all. sure I understand gender uh, if you uh, make it double barrel. And the second moniker is gender specific. So like Chris, Chris, uh, what's the second one? Brittany. I don't know. So that it, it oh, so indicates. Oh, so at least the middle name's gendered? Right. So it mm. indicates that. Okay. Anyway, here we go. Illegal baby names in Australia. Oh my God. Number one, <laughs> Ikea. <laughs> Ranga. LOL. Batman. Snort. Hitler, that one makes sense. Oh, good. Well, uh, thank God you could still name your kid Adolf. <laughs> well, yeah. That's a very popular name in Australia. Spinach, Christ, okay, Dame, God, Satan, brother, sir, prime minister in general. Satan seems to be a recurring theme in these, <laughs> in these lists. It's like Damon, Satan, um, the other word for the devil in Japanese that I liked. So, very cool. I feel like this is the second list we've seen Ikea on also. Oh, Ikea. So, it, it actually, Ikea sounds like a cool name. I'd be like, oh, Ikea. Ikea. Right. You'd I be like, like oh, where's that from? Like, yeah. you'd, you'd say that to yourself before you'd be like, named after the store, bro? Yeah. I wouldn't think that. I'd be like, oh, Ikea. Like, ooh, how exotic. Ikea. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Satan? Definitely. Why would you name your child Satan? Illegal baby names in Switzerland. Here we go. Number one. Mercedes makes sense. I knew Mercedes growing up. Schmid, Paris, Chanel, Judas, and Lucifer. Again, Satan on the list. A lot of religious themed. Yes. Names yeah. Duncan. Okay, here's from Iceland. Number one, Duncan. <laughs> here's a fun fact about the Icelandic alphabet it doesn't include the letters C, Q, W, or Z, which makes any name with those characters banned. Wow. Interesting. Duncan, Zoe, Enrique, Ludwig, Camilla, and Harriet. Okay. It's interesting. There must be cultural reasons that we're not aware of. I'm not familiar with Icelandic culture. Okay. Let's keep going. Portugal. Number one, William. William? <laughs> this is just a list of white people names. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, George, Charlotte, Tom. My husband's name is number five. Emily, Bruce, Nirvana, Nirvana, Rihanna, of course. Hilarious. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I'm or done. Viking. Yeah, Viking. Stupid. Okay. Now, this email came in. This one's pretty funny. Hi, Christine. I was listening to the last episode with the baby girl named Richard, and I have to say I thought it was kind of cool. I'm a girl, and my name is Gavin, and I have never met or heard of another girl named Gavin. At times when I was young, I didn't like it so much, but I've grown to love it. Figured it was one you've never heard before. Love the show and everyone at YMH. Thanks, Gavin, the girl. That's bananas. I've never even heard. Like I said on that episode, I have a, a friend named Michael I grew up with who's a girl. But that's uh, that's it, man. Wild. Okay. 
So there you go on the name game. I had this question come in today. I thought it was really interesting. Um, hey, mommy, European viewer here writing from the Baltics. Oh, shout out, homie. I was wondering whether an Eastern blocker maniac like you wears shoes in the house or have your parents actually taught you rational thinking and you don't do that. Why do Americans wear shoes in the house, not slippers? Best beatings, Carl's. Oh, sorry, Charles. Best beatings. Okay, you fucking foreigner. Uh, well, Charles, let me tell you. Uh, no, of fucking course not. I don't wear shoes inside my house. I'm not an animal. I also don't take shits on my own floor because that is essentially what you're doing when you come in off the street and you wear shoes on your carpets, on your hard floors. It is disgusting. And in fact, what we have at our front door, if you come over, I make you take your fucking shoes off and then I bought on Amazon disposable slippers like these cheapy ones and I go, here you go, here's some slippers. But I don't know. Do you pigs wear your shoes inside? I'm guessing Nadav does. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, I think I just learned this year why it's gross to wear your shoes inside. <laughs> and I, and I yeah. learned it from Any, I think. Is that right, Any? So did you know growing up that, did your mother teach you that? Yeah, wait, w what did I say that that made you learn that I think he said like I was touching I think I was like I talked about I think I was just touching the bottom of my shoe or something and you're like that's the most disgusting it's... thing I've ever fucking seen I'm like why <laughs> and then the way you explain it I was just like oh I shouldn't be wearing these inside huh no. <laughs> gnarly it's gnarly and I mean listen I I'm gonna give a shout out here to the Asians because they have it down. These, I'm telling you, I think the most superior culture is Japanese. The Japanese are, they got a lot of shit right. First of all, they don't wear their fucking shoes inside too. They're smart. They're polite. They have separate cars for women on the subway. I like that. Um, they line up politely for everything. But I don't, I think it's disgusting. And I, I've always hated in New York City. When I see people in the dead of summer wearing flip-flops around New York City or Los Angeles and then getting on planes, it's not that I have a thing against feet. I don't care about feet. It's just that you're bringing, you're so close, you're bringing nasty stuff on the streets and then you're going home to your house and, and it's oof, just readily there. Are you, are you saying that flip-flops don't belong outside of the house? No, it depends. Not not like the kind with the flipping, like the kind anywheres. Those are safer. There's like a buffer. What makes them safer? Because they're higher and they're chunkier and your foot goes in a little bit. Oh, okay. So it's it's the I'm thin soles that are The gross. shitty kind that you just put your, you know, there's like a string in between your big toe and the second toe and they're thin as fuck. You're talking about like the, the beach flip-flops mm -hmm. with like the little the thongs. thongs? That's what I'm talking about. I think that's so gross. And also what I find disgusting, have you seen these Gucci shoes that uh, women are wearing? They're like Gucci house slippers with fur and people are wearing this shit out in the street like their shoes with their nasty fucking, look at that. The I guess it's called, I don't even know, Gucci beige GG Prince, Prince Town slippers. And look, they're like, uh, they're a million dollars. Cause Dude, they're these fuck. They're cute, right? <laughs> But I'm like, so you have to put your nasty foot in there and then it's made out of dog fur or whatever. And then fools are walking around like this out Hell in the yeah. streets. It's nasty. It's not a shoe. It's not meant to be. the Redland Skate Park, pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a shoe. Like, I've, 
Annie, you're stylish. Tell me, is this meant to be worn in the streets or is this just like a house slipper? It's tough because, I mean, no, like as a shoe, no, you shouldn't. But the people wearing this, I mean, it's a statement. You know what I'm saying? It's like What's the statement? Well, it's like that I can. Is it, if these get fucked up, I'll just buy another one. You know what I mean? This bougie as shit. If you wear these, you bougie as fuck. As and fuck. you know you shouldn't be wearing them, but it's fine. It's whatever. It's like, I don't care. I wear what I want outside. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's disrespect to the outside is what it is. I don't like that. It's disgusting. I think I think these shoes are... Maybe because I have sweaty feet and I'm imagining my sweaty feet in those those furry Gucci's and then getting all sweaty and grody. I don't like it. Well, yeah, I think anything that you wear inside that's absorbent, I think you have one bad sweat day and all of a sudden those, yeah. those slippers are now gross to me. They're know? funky and yeah. like you can't throw a Gucci slip in the in the washing machine, I'm guessing, with your menstrual pads all together. <laughs> or maybe you can. That's the perfect. You put your Gucci slips with your menstrual pads and then they wash. Nasty as hell. Nasty as hell. Oh, we have follow-ups on the emails. Let's hear it. Oh, wait. What are these topics? Because I also want to segue. Is there anything related to what I'm talking about? The names or anything on the follow-ups? Uh, no, no Or is this the stuff. new words? <laughs> this is, we got, uh, I'll let you pick. We could either do a follow-up on chest milk. Yeah. Uh, Chris's rat problem, which is oh, maybe my we should say for next week. Rats. Um, and uh, trash bags. Can I tell you my goal with Chris and the rat problem? Tell me. Okay. Now that we've introduced this on your mom's house, I'm actively working on a shame campaign to get Chris to get that fucking rat. I'm interested in using shame as a tool. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> shame. If there's anything we've learned inside of Studio Jeans, it's that shame is such a powerful motivator and a tool to get people to do what's fucking right for them, right? Like Tom and Bert lost 50 pounds each from shame, the fat shaming content. (laughs) Um, I whitened my teeth. You whitened your teeth. (laughs) Purely shame, shame shame-based. Purely shame-based. I've been shamed into meeting with um, the King Above 18 guy, the Queens Above 18 guy. I mean, it's it's a valuable tool when used in moderation. Um, okay, so that's that. But let's get into, so this is a follow-up from uh, the article I read about how in the UK they're changing, <laughs> uh, this is apropos the whole thing of like changing language to accommodate an extremely narrow margin of society. Uh <laughs> crazy um so they're changing breast milk to be human milk and breastfeeding to chest feeding so that we can um, be considerate of the extremely minor population of people which it it makes no sense because uh hold on let me see this because there's there was an interesting argument i asked you guys to write in and let me know your thoughts about this. And I really appreciate it because I try to stay open-minded about these things. I'm not just so like, I'm trying not to be so cut and dry. Um, a lot of people were upset about the idea of taking it away from women, which I found really interesting because my initial reaction uh, wasn't like, oh, but you're taking that away from women. That's a female function. It was more like... you you're taking away from reason and logic and um, you're, you're forcing people to speak differently. Like I said, to accommodate essentially a really small demographic. So like to change the whole 
lexicon uh, just doesn't seem practical. Um, and not only that, I mean, biologically, men and women both have breasts. Uh, for instance, you have breasts and you have men, men have breasts. So to call it breastfeeding is still within logical reasoning. It's still within logical rights. So that, that was kind of like, it's not chest feeding. It's, it, men have breasts. They're just not full of milk. Um, but whatever, what the fuck do I know, right? Okay, human milk, here we go. I think it is absolutely ridiculous to change breast milk to human or chest milk. Breastfeeding and giving birth is, to me, a superpower that women have, and we should not have to give these words up to be inclusive. We as females can do things that men will never be able to do, and that is amazing. Thanks, Jeans. So there you go. There's uh, th That seems to be a lot of sentiments from you guys. Um why should we give up what's rightfully right rightly ours so there's that debate but then there's also this whole idea that gender is morphing into one and okay here's another one it's interesting to me how we have come up with the new words to neutralize women's anatomy and behavior but the same has not been done for men for example no one is calling semen human sperm juice or testicles could have been ovaries <laughs> <laughs> women suddenly have to sacrifice their tits and vaginas for chest fat and front holes, but men don't have any cool new words of their own. To be clear, I'm not advocating for gender neutral language because I think it's all pretty talked. Maybe if men can hold steadfast onto their dicks and balls, women can eventually get their tits, milk, vaginas, and everything else back. Just my thoughts, a queen above 18, Rachel. Yep, I, I agree. Uh, or how about not changing what exists, for instance, not transforming the word breastfeeding to chest feeding, but coming up with a word specifically for the demographic that that would adhere to, therefore not not taking away, I guess, what it already exists, but creating a term specifically for that demo. Does that make sense? Does that yeah. not making sense? No, yeah. yeah like, don't neutralize us, however, create a new term. Yeah, it's uh, like it feels like what people are doing is finding the exception to the rule and trying to make that now the rule. Yes. Which is just, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, if males start breastfeeding, call that chest milking, you know? Yeah. But you don't need to just call everything chest milking. Exactly. Because it isn't, it's just, it's silly. It, it feels, it intuitively feels ridiculous. And if it, you know, mm, mm. okay. Um, are there any voicemails to that effect on this topic? Hi, mommy P. It's Mallory from Indiana. I am literally watching your podcast right now, and I have an opinion on this breast milk versus chest milk controversy craziness. Breast milk is already a gender-neutral word. Men have breasts, too. Even men can get breast cancer. So why right. are we changing words that are already inclusive words? That's my thought on it. Thank you. Bye. Right, Mallory, I think you said it all. I think she makes the Maybe. most... She makes the sense, right? Like we all have breasts. It's anatomically correct to call it that. So, wow. And it's so interesting that we're really taking into consideration people's feelings right now. That And that is the reason because God forbid one person should come in and feel uncomfortable and therefore we should change everything. I mean, it's an interesting thought. It's an interesting, well-meaning sentiment. However, it, it's fucking illogical. I, I'm thinking that I'm not on board. It's fucking dumb. There used to be this idea that you did what was useful to society, the utility, 
what what is useful to the most amount of people was how we ethically ruled things not you know we can we can make everybody's life which it's impossible to accommodate everybody it's impossible <sighs> okay um do we have another voicemail to this effect or can i should move uh, on that's all the chest milk we have one more follow up on <laughs> on uh, trash bags no What's up, mommies? This is Ben from North Carolina. I have an expansion on a Pajitsky effect from episode 85. A a mommy called in and said she started using full-size trash bags for her trash cans at home. Mm. I've got one better. Here's what you do. A standard kitchen trash can is Mm. 13 gallons, right? Right? Right. So what you do is you buy 30 three-zero-gallon trash bags and put them in your 13 gallon trash can and that way when the can is full Mm. you can pull the lip or the rim the edge of the bag up over all the trash that's at the top of the trash can you don't spill anything and they tie up real nice Mm. bam piss on me beat me i'm coming up in may (laughs) boom i think that's a brilliant idea because god knows i don't know about you guys but I make sure to mash down as much trash as possible so I can avoid taking out the trash. Yeah. So, right? Like, don't you fill it to the brim, 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 brim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a metric ton by the time it's time to take it out and you can't fit anymore. <laughs> and then you try to pull it out and you're like, like it won't come out. Oh, yeah. Have you so ever torn shit? the lip of the bag and it's just like, cool, I have to figure out now how to like get this to the <laughs> trash downstairs. Fucking A, you think they would have figured out like a way to do that. Like they should make the top stronger so that you don't do that. I think some 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 bags do do that. Do do you do 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 you do 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 that do do do. I gotta take a squirt. Hold on. Okay. Okay. I went to pish. I came back. It's so much better. I think so much better. Okay. Um. Do we have any more voicemails, Gene? Um. That's the end of voicemails. Great. Oh, let's do some mom confessions. I fucking love these, you guys. If you have anything you want to get off your chest about being a parent, um, let me know. I I, I had a dark fe- feeling today. <laughs> um, as adorable as my kids are, it's like, it's so interesting. What Because I always think about like, what is the nature of being a parent? If I had to distill it down into the essence, like what is the essence of this whole thing that we're doing here? And it really is like, you're trying to be the best, at least I am, I'm trying to be the best version of myself as much as possible, but it's so hard because they're so annoying, like, so much of the time. Like, and they're so rad. Like, at the same time, they're just so rad, and they're so curious, and they're so this and that, and they're amazing, and then you're so annoyed most of the time, and it's really, um, it's an exercise in becoming patient, and becoming um, patient and, 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 and sympathetic and like trying to remember that they're just learning stuff and like you have to teach them everything. Like what what's the word for this? You know, what does it mean to, what what is the word excrete? Or what, have, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I explain everything to Ellis. He's old enough to understand stuff. But yeah, it's just trying to be a decent version of yourself all day long. And um, it's fucking weird. It's, I thought I was okay. I thought I was a decent person. And I'm like, mm, no, I was kind of a dick. I'm trying to be better every day. I'm trying to be better every day. Um, 
So yeah, let's play some mom confessions. I like to hear these. I like to know I'm not. Hey, mommies! I am calling in with my mom confession. Uh, my mom confession is that I really do not like one of my kids very much. <laughs> I have three daughters, um, ages 13, 12, and nine, and I sometimes don't really like my middle daughter. Um, I love her, but I don't always like her. She has been high maintenance ever since she was a baby. She was a high maintenance toddler. Now she's a high maintenance 12 year old. I cannot even think what teen years are going to be like with her. And hopefully this middle child syndrome stops as she gets older. And maybe I will like my child as an adult. We'll see. Keep it high and tight. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's talk about your yeah, go what ahead and a, tell me. What a juicy confession. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm talking about, guys. This is the kind of dark shit I, I think other people need to hear. I think people need to hear it. So what do you guys think? Tell me your reactions. Um What's your gut reaction when you hear that? I don't know. I feel like every like I feel like every parent has that thought, but not every parent has the courage to to take that out of thought territory and into spoken word territory. Mm. Interesting. You know? Annie, what do you think? Uh, I, I think she knows already, but now if she ever finds this, that's instant <laughs> confirmation. <laughs> that middle girl knows. That middle girl knows. Well, you know, um, I think it's, I at least for what I've experienced, it's there are times I don't like the phase that my kids are in. Where I'm like, oh, I just hate this time, this age or this phase. Because mm. kids are constantly going through phases. And you're like, gosh, this phase is not for me. And I will have to remind myself, like, they're just learning and they're growing. And I don't like it. But I don't I don't know if I've ever. But then again, she's had 12 years with these with that kid. So yeah, I, think her, <laughs> I don't I think her know. opinion is formed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And also, I, you know, girls are different than boys. Although you're not supposed to say that nowadays. Girls... From what I understand, raising them is different. The relationship to mom is different than what it is between boys and mothers. I'm really lucky because my boys love me. Tom is chopped liver around our house. It is great. Like, they just totally ignore him. <laughs> like, this morning, Ellis comes, he watches cartoons with us, and um, he just rocked right past dad. And he's like, good morning, mom. And I'm like, aren't you going to say hi to dad? Like, I pretend like I want him to love to. And he's like, oh, hey, dad, chopped liver. Hi, mom. Love you. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe girls are bitchier. I, that's the, I've heard that before, that girls are, like, little girls are, are meaner. I don't fucking know. I just listen. Okay, let's do another one. Love them. Hey, mommies. I have a mom confession. So, my kids love PB&J sandwiches, and they go to this daycare where, even though there are no kids there who actually have peanut allergies, it's worse. they insist that it's a peanut-free facility. Um, I guess in case someday there's a kid with allergies, they won't have to change the rules. So it's so stupid. So and they dumb. suggested that we send our kids with this fake peanut butter made out of, like, chickpeas or some shit. Oh, my God. And the daycare ladies were like, oh, yeah, your kids won't even notice. You can totally oh, yeah. not tell the difference, blah, blah, blah. Well, I bought it. It's disgusting. Of course. My kids do notice the difference. Of course. But to the teacher's credit, it totally does look like peanut butter. So my confession is I just send my kids to daycare with the real peanut butter yes! and tell the teachers it's the fake shit. Um, I mean, if there's ever any kids there in the future that do have <laughs> peanut allergies, I'll stop. But until then, it's working for us. 
Love the podcast. Keep them high and tight. Bye. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Good for you. A way to take back sanity. Uh, because what this woman is referring to is they just have a blanket policy that every single room is nut free, even though there are no children who suffer from peanut allergies. They yeah, must. Fuck that. It's 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 it it is counterintuitive, and all kids, the kids, my kids love PB and J, and there are so many days I've had to stop myself when I'm packing their lunch. Uh, from giving them peanut butter and jelly because they'll freak out. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Good for you. I, I fully endorse this. Good for you. Fuck them. It's stupid. It's nonsense. Yeah, and I like that you caveated it with, uh, uh, you know, if there is ever a time where someone does yeah. have peanut allergies, she'll stop. Revise. Yeah. And I, I guarantee 100% if there is a kid in a class that has a peanut allergy, they will probably be sending out you know, emails, bulletins, somebody will talk to you at pickup. Like, hey, dude, uh, the new kid Stevie has a fucking peanut allergy. Make sure we're being really careful because we want to accommodate. Like, then I totally get that. But not just a, it's a nonsensical rule. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah. Like, let's just all crazy. Let's just all communally try and make our, uh, our race just weaker. Weaker. Absolutely. Well, that's true. That's how they got the peanut allergies in the first place. Because the parents stopped giving the kids stuff that induced, quote, allergies. We went through this shit already. Fucking makes me crazy. Resilience, kids. Resilience. Okay, next. Uh, do we have another one? Yeah, we have one last one. I love these. Fuck, send these in, you guys. Hi, I have a mom confession. So when my husband gets home from work every night at 530, I tell him, okay, like, this is my time. I have to go downstairs to poop. And he watches both my kids. I have two under two. And yeah. I actually sneak out the back door and go and smoke a little bit of weed. And let me tell you, my life is great after that. So Love thanks. It. Just wanted to tell you about my mom confession. Dude, that is the best thing I've ever heard. Congratulations. You've earned it. Especially it's the end of the day. You had all day with these kids. Mama needs something to get through the rest of the day. Hell yeah. You got to do something. I don't know how people are doing life sober. I don't know. It's too hard. Good for you. Thumbs up. Good for you. That's what my mother used to say. <laughs> Thumbs up. Good for you. Thumbs up. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Uh... Did your parents say anything? Do they have any weird sayings, Nadav? You guys are Israeli. Um, Thumbs up, good for you. Let's see. I mean, Thumbs up. I feel like I feel like I've said this on before, but instead of saying my ass, my mom would say my foot. My foot. Yeah, that's yeah, a good. My foot. <laughs> like, did you clean your room? Yeah, my foot. You did. My foot. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would say that one too. My foot. Yeah, my foot. Where the fuck did they get my foot? I don't know, but it does sound very foreign. I know. It sounds foreign, and I've never heard, like, someone that's from America say it. No. Unless it's, like, uh, censored, like, television. My yeah. foot, you clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that means that they're threatening to kick your ass. No, no, no. My no? foot is, like, my ass. It says, ah, oh, my ass, you did that. I what thought it's, bullshit. like, point to their foot. They're like, my foot. No. Better be clean. No, it's, my foot is, like, bullshit. My foot, my foot, my ass, you mm. did that. Fucking yeah, I wonder corners. like what language that originally translated my from, foot. and everyone's just like, this is good, this, we should do this. <laughs> I know, it's so funny what foreigners hear that they pick up. My mother can never get those sayings right. You know, like uh, a bird in the hand, she'd never be like, two birds in your face is five in the bush. Like, okay. Like, if you're going to say it, learn it right. 
That's probably why I'm so stupid. I'd say shit wrong all the time. My parents said it wrong all the fucking time. <sighs> you know what I want to do? Hmm. Let's do some what would Christina P do? By the way, Ooh. how's your week in eating? Are you are you still warming up your hot wings from the night before, or do you deserve fresh wings? Um, look, you only deserve fresh wings one time, and that's when they can come fresh. You know, <laughs> any other time they're gonna be cold. That's how that goes. <laughs> I know it's so gross, what? right, Annie? Unreal. Annie, what are you eating these days? You don't even eat. When you eat, what are you eating? Um. Whatever's hot on Postmates, I don't know. It's I don't really care. I I eat for efficiency. I don't eat for taste. You know. So now, yeah. do you do you have no taste buds from COVID, or are you just uh, always like that? No, yeah. I'm just. I've always been like that. My dad told me I ate like a pussy when I was a kid. <laughs> so ever since then, I just ate everything as quickly as possible. So that's 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 what I look for in that's, food. Is you, it quickly eatable? <laughs> Yeah, what is that exactly? That like? he, he he said that I was the uh, I was the last one to finish at the table. He's like, your cousin finished like thirty minutes before you. Why are you eating like a pussy? I'm just like, fuck. I guess I guess I do eat like a pussy. I'll just eat quicker. Wow. 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 Like we need an hour on just that statement. <laughs> Man, you got to tell a therapist that one. That's some shit. You eat like a pussy. Yeah, that's why now I eat like five cheeseburgers in a in a lunch period, and you guys are like, I only had two. And it's yeah, that's why <laughs> I just eat it fast. If I had to describe to anyone what you eat like, it'd be like, well, not a pussy. You not know? a pussy. Yeah, you definitely, you're definitely you're doing good. <laughs> He's a very masculine eater. Oh, you put your dick in that hamburger, any. I'm making my dad proud. Making him proud. If only he saw me now. Yeah. Show you, dad. You fucking pussy. My foot pussy, yeah. My pussy. That's what I'm going to say instead of my foot. Yeah, yeah. You eat slow, my pussy. Love that. Yeah. So, okay. So, he thought that slow eating meant that you were weaker and therefore fast eating is more desirable for a boy. So... That's, yeah. That was his thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, any time that there's any type of competition that can be taken from a situation, he's going to take it. Mm-hmm. And you. And if I wasn't the winner, I was a pussy, or I was a girl back then. You know, but mm-hmm. I can't say that now. Oh, but right, back right. then, he was like, "You're being, you're eating like a girl. You're eating like a <laughs> pussy." So uh, yeah, it's any any time I could win at something, I better win. Oh boy! Or, or I'm last. Yeah, you know if you're not first, you're last. That's what Ricky go. Bobby's dad yeah. would say. Yeah, my my dad said that, but but yeah. unironically and uncomically, yeah. it was dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting too. Yes, because Ricky Bobby, this that's funny. Talladega Nights is not far off from like my experience with my dad too. I think if you have a dad, an interesting dad, watch Talladega Nights because you'll be like, oh, I get this. This is totally what I. This makes sense. So so he shamed you and he would say you were a girl if you just did something that like that he perceived to be whatever inferior. So did he eat quickly? Uh yeah, I mean he's a well he was a monster. He's a bodybuilder, so he would eat things like it was a piece of candy, you know what I mean? Like he would eat a whole burger just like one bite. I mean he was nuts. He was yeah. literally a monster. My mom uh had him in her phone as monster for oh, like wow. my whole life and it was not for uh, reasons that you think it was because was like, of stuff like that he would do everything like 
I mean, he could punch a hole in the wall without even trying. Like that, that dude was a literal monster. Like he, was a he, tank. he was big and yeah, it's interesting. And what was his childhood like? Did someone call him a pussy and a girl? I'm uh, guessing. No, the reason why I I imagine the reason why he became so competitive is because he had eight brothers and sisters. Oh wow! So he had to fight for basically everything. I imagine, and yeah. I mean, I think he won most of the time. <laughs> so he tried to uh, instill that confidence in me. And to be fair, I mean, I really don't lose it, it too much. I I I do everything like a hundred percent because of that. Yeah. But uh, it did. Yeah. It also makes me eat stupidly fast so it's it has its ups and downs it does like isn't that interesting how you internalize such stuff as a kid that way like to even today you're a grown-ass man you're an adult and you still eat quickly because of something a crazy person said to you as a kid and it just has it just in this indelible mark yeah it's uh it's wild it's that it's i mean there's so many things uh i yeah. literally i've i've like right now and my whole life and honestly i i attribute some of my skinniness to this and i, I bet scientifically it doesn't make sense but i've never stopped flexing like a day in my life i am always 100 percent of the day flexing my muscles that just because he said that uh there was like a day that i took my shirt off or something and he was just like you need to get some muscles on that on that body boy or whatever he said and so I just started flexing, and I've never stopped because of that. Like to the, I, right now, I'm flexing my core oh, as hard as I can. I'm gonna do it too, right? <laughs> oh, that's a good bit. That's good. Put yeah, the, but you're in great shape. Put those free flow pads on before. <laughs> <laughs> you want some free pads? Yeah, let me help you. Uh, you gonna push that hard. See, that's the problem with like shitty abusive parents. Is that the? I was thinking about this with my kids. Is my parents were not, were just not, you know, dialed into compassion or empathy. They just, they had such hard lives themselves that they didn't have much to give, you know, but that shitty parents can really motivate you. Like if your personality type is resilient, having an abusive parent can make you like, fuck you. I'm going to show you, I'm going to be ba the best. I'm going to be the strongest. I'm going to eat the fastest. I'm going to, you know, be successful fuck you and that's what it did to me like i was like i'm gonna show you mom and dad you're gonna be proud of me and like that never works but <laughs> the upside is that it you know my life ended up being okay because i was motivated negatively that way but there's a big price to pay for that motivation you know what uh what stuff what types of things like that can you remember oh that my your parents? mom and dad put in you <sighs> were like to this day you still can't Get it out I of mean, head, a million. Know? My mother would criticize every ounce of me. I remember when I was singing when I was a little girl, like singing like five years old, like, oh, you should never sing. You have a terrible voice. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Crazy. That's so terrible. Savage. Savage. Like, I know. You got to let your vagina breathe. You have to I let your vagina breathe. That, but, but that was true. That's like truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's some really good advice, man. If you ain't letting your vagina breathe at night, get your life, because that's like number one. Number one rule as a woman: you got don't wear your fucking panties to bed. What are you crazy? Damn. Um, I agree. I yeah. Well, take your panties off. Give yourself a break. Give her a vacation. See, but then when Damn. I say that I let you know when I let my stuff junk? breathe at night, you're like, ew, gross. Well, that's because you sleep nude. 
What the uh, fuck are you describing? Bro, I'm <laughs> I'm only saying I wear my pajamas at night and I don't wear underwear under my pajamas. Oh. Pajama. That's how you I say it in Hungarian. Your pajama. Wait, but mm. but then you can you're you're smearing all that stuff on the inside of your PJ pants. Fine with me. I fucking wash them. Then I put them in the laundry. But is it really I wear breathing then? Yeah. Right. Well, where I would just smear onto the sheets that I got to wash my sheets every night. Yeah, but it's the the sheets aren't closed though. You know that re- Guys, you're really breathing. Them. All signs point to wearing one of these to bed. I mean, what are we doing here? Is this the perfect ad? <laughs> I think we've come full circle on how great these pads are. Okay. No, no, no. I I treat my pajamas like underwear, I guess. Then so I wear them. I'm like one and you know, clean that shit, bro. Oh, one and done. All right. Then, yeah. Then I'm on board with. I don't that. multiple. I will treat them like they're my night panties. You don't do a back-to-back with them? Oh, you are so nasty. What? But you rub your ass on your sheets every night, probably. You're not wiping properly. Are you even using a tushy? I doubt it. I, mean, I have a bidet. Don't talk to me oh, like you... I was raised on a fucking <laughs> barn. <laughs> uh, you have a tushy? Um, uh, what's the brand that I have? Uh, yeah, you As know what? Let, something. Let, let's just say it's a tushy. Okay. I think it's called an ass tour. But back to Annie. Let me tell you something, Annie. Part of growing up is realizing that your parents filled your head with a lot of untruths, especially if if they were not very sensitive themselves or emotionally mature. There's going to be a lot of stuff in your life that you're like, what? Like, that's kind of what these Pajitsky effects are. A lot of these are just like neg- ne- neglect, <laughs> like growing up not knowing. <laughs> like, oh, I can <laughs> I can turn the lights on when it gets dark like that's cuz my parents didn't do that for themselves and now I'm having to learn like oh I can be nice to myself I can be kind to myself that's what all that's this is what it is 100% So there you go Okay let's do some uh what would Christina P do please do You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P. do? Let's do voicemail, mommy. Hi, mommy. My name's Laura from Texas. I actually don't have kids, um, but I'm a big-time mom fan, and I try to always keep my jeans high and tight. Um, Basically, I saw your Instagram post today and just wanted to send in a quick comment. I am 23 years old. I have a full-time job. I pay my own bills, you know, independent mommy over here. My issue is that I do not want kids. My friends are getting pregnant. My family has kids. And everybody always tells me, oh, Lord, you just say that, but eventually you're going to want kids. I don't want them. The idea of a human growing inside of me physically makes me want to vomit. So... Why do these people keep insisting that I'm going to want kids? And why will people not just back off and respect my decision? Anytime I tell people I don't want kids, they constantly just try to argue with me about the decision, like it's their vagina and not mine. Um, I love this show. I especially love when Drew is on. Um, yeah. Piss on me, beat me. Love my jeans. Okay. Mm. What was her name again? I forget her name. Uh, I don't remember. Either. I like her energy. Okay, you're 23. Let me put things in perspective for you. I'm going to tell you exactly why <clears throat> people say that shit to you. Put it, put it this way. When I was 20 years old, 
I went to Australia and I did a reality show. And during the course of that reality show, we all thought it was a really good idea to get a group tattoo. We all got tattoos that day. When I was 21, in my brain, I thought that getting a dragon on my lower back was a really good idea and then I would never, ever, ever grow up to not like that dragon. <sighs> and then you turn 30 and you're like, I have a fucking retarded dragon on my lower back and it looks like the low and brow symbol and it's green now and it sucks. And like what you think you want and know at 23 will be opposite day by the time you're 43. I'm not even close. I mean, I'm not the person I was 20 years ago. And um, I think that's really what people are like, hey, it's hard to make such a huge decision at such a young age, especially something like children. The reason being is that having children for women especially is a biological imperative. Like I want, kind of wanted them, not really, not sure. And then I turned 35 and a switch flipped in me, like, dude, it was uncontrollable. It was like fever. I was like, I gotta fucking make a baby. Like I, <clears throat> I just knew it had to go down and there was nothing I could do to stop that imperative. It is a biological imperative. So for you to go against a biological thing, a function, which sorry to tell you if you were born female and you've got ovaries and a uterus and breasts uh you're you were meant to breed that's what the fuck we do on this planet we fuck we fight uh we make money we die like there's really not a lot more to and then love every now and then and a good sandwich like that's it that's all we're doing um so for you to ignore that and to disregard it at such a young age it, that's really what people say and also it's other people's anxieties and fears how dare you not want the thing that you're supposed to want? Uh, in life, you're going to constantly be doing and fighting the current if you choose to fight the current. So just, you know, if you choose to do some wacky, look, when I chose to become a stand-up comedian, um, everyone thought I was fucking insane. And that's it. So you're going against the grain. Expect to have the uh, the hate. Right. That's all you can do. Yeah. And like, you know what you want. You know, like you knew you wanted to be a comedian. So who cares what everyone else says, right? Yeah, who gives a shit? So come up with a snappy answer when somebody says, oh, you're going to want them. Then think of Ooh. a funny response. Or a gross one. That'll make people not Shut ask you anymore. A hundred percent. just like, get all yeasty, you know? Yeah. Or you'd be like, I like anal. I, can't. <laughs> I don't know. Can I make a butt baby or mouth yeah. baby? Like, I love coming my ass too much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but then I have to stop butt fucking so hard. Yeah. Like whatever it is, you're just shut. Tell me, shut the fuck up, you know? Right? Gosh. Okay, let's do another um, another voicemail. Hi, Mommy. My name is Sandy. I am a huge fan of your mom's house and everything you do. I have two sons, one of which has a larger penis than the other, and the <laughs> other might be a little bit smaller than I'm comfortable with. My friends think it's weird that I worry about my my, my children's penis size. No, you should. I'm just worried about what it's going to be like in his future. Will he get made fun of? I don't know. Is it weird for a mommy to worry about their kid's penis no. size? No. Love ya. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> no. Don't worry. Well, because well, there's nothing you could do. What are you doing? <laughs> Let me tell you why, my friend. You think you're never going to have to deal with your kid's penis until you have a son. And what's the first thing they ask you when that kid comes out of you? 
Do you want him to be circumcised or not? So believe it or not, as a parent, you're making decisions about your children's penises from the moment they're born. It's weird, and but it's but true. What, it's a fact of life, kid. But what is being concerned with the size? What <clears throat> productive thing is that going to do? There's no surgeries you could get. No. For a kid with a small dick. I mean, what? You can. No, I don't no. think the science is We, there we talked about it on Dr. <laughs> Drew After Dark. <laughs> We've discussed this at great length on other podcasts. Um, here's what could be beneficial to, I, and 100%, you, you, you look, when you're changing diapers, the kids are naked all the time around you. You do go, I will say that I am, I have on occasion looked at my son's nude and been like, oh, thank God. Like they have a great, their junk to body ratio looks fine. I think you're going to have a good life muzzle. Like it's, thank God. Like the balls are here. Everything's here. Good. So let's say, yeah. So it is a concerning thing for a mom to worry about that only because, hey, if, if your child does have a freakishly small penis or whatever, guess what? You're going to have to, at some point, maybe deal with it. Maybe the kid will say something. So you want to be ready. What's wrong with that? Oh, like if the kid asks you? Yes. Don't, oh, okay, don't. sure. Yeah, be prepared for that. But definitely yeah. don't. But like, hey, listen, I just want to let you know as your mother. <laughs> no. I've seen a lot of Ds. <laughs> no. And yours has me worried. No. You know, that's not going to fix anything. I don't think she's, I mean, I'd hope that's not her intention. No, what I would do, for instance, if one of my sons, if I were in her position, I would go to my husband and say, hey, I noticed that you know, so-and-so's peener smaller than the other guys. Uh, just be on the lookout. Like one day that kid might say to you, hey, how come mine is so much smaller or whatever? And you're going to have to have a talk with him. That's it. If he if he brings it up. But yeah, nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Yeah. Of course, you favor the son with the larger penis <laughs> and you give him more cookies and treats and you tell him that you love him more. It's obvious. Stupid. God. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The other one's not going to have a good life. Just kidding. There have to be women out there that prefer smaller penises, I'm sure. I've never met one, and I don't. Actually, that's not true. Nobody wants a small penis. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What am I talking about? Okay. This this one makes me... No, this one's, this one's out of my pay grade. Next. <laughs> there are certain things I cannot answer, you guys. I'm not that smart. No. Okay, this one's good. Okay, here we go. I'm not currently a mom, but I might as well be. My boyfriend has been treating me like he does his mother lately, and I'm about to have a motherfucking brain aneurysm. To paint the picture, he loves to see his mom absolutely pissed off. Ever since I have known them together, he loves to push her buttons and see how far he can take it until she loses her absolute shit. I used to think she was just kind of a nut job because the things he would say or do weren't that bad. He was simply pushing buttons. Well, fast forward a few years and he is starting to do the same shit to me, Jeans. We regularly roast each other, but it has started to become one-sided and constant. I've always been able to bro down and shoot the shit with the guys, but holy balls. Now he ironically barks orders and roasts me multiple times a day just to set a fire under his own britches. I look nothing like his mom and our personalities are totally different too. My sex drive has plummeted because of this. He also started head pushing, trying to get me to S his D, which makes me even more mad. And he knows it. I am a beach queen, but lately I have no interest whatsoever with his peener since he's been treating me like his mom. 
I actually want to elbow him in the mouth. I've been blowing up on him on the regular, and he laughs about it every time. I try to ignore him, but he doesn't give up until I lose my shit. I love to spend time with him, but holy fuck, what do I do here? Is there anything I can do? Do you really love to spend time with him? <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's much of a treat. What do you guys think? Fucking, Sounds like, yeah. what's th- going on? This is either a get rid of him situation or do a hard check. Like, it's like there's no kids. They're not married, right? No, they're girlfriend, boyfriend. There's nothing. Yeah, fucking get rid of this guy. Next, I agree. <laughs> what do you think, Annie? Uh... I think that um, more than likely she plays along with it. Like, she kind of gets into the fights, but, like, jokingly and, you know, ha, 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 like, whatever. Don't do that. Don't don't pretend like you think it's funny because I'm that dude. I like talking shit, too. But only – there's boundaries, you know. Put me in my place when I've gone too far. If you don't do that and you don't elbow check him once in a while, then he'll keep going until you tell him to stop. Mm-hmm. So check him. Yeah, check him in. Miss right. Yeah, I mean, even just being like uh... – Hey, do you like fucking me? Like just a, <laughs> just asking him that, you know? Cuz be like cuz you're treating me like your mom and I'm pretty sure you don't fuck her. So, like what what are we, what is this? What are we doing? You know, just yeah. put him on the spot. Just check him. 100%. You know what's so interesting that I've learned about men over the years is that they respect they respect respect and they respect hierarchy. Yep. You guys are very We talked about this on your mom's house uh was whatever last week. Um You guys are you respect fucking strength and like a bitch who respects her own boundaries, you're going to respect her. And if she doesn't respect herself, you're definitely not going to respect her. So there's a great book called Why Men Love Bitches. <laughs> it is uh, it's a, it's a horrible title, but it's a great, I recommend this for any woman who is not married. Why Men Love Bitches from Dream Girl, from doormat to dream girl it's a stupid title it's a stupid cover you're gonna hate yourself for buying it you're gonna hate yourself for having this shit on your shelf or whatever but i gotta tell you really good so how she defines bitch is just a woman with self-respect and it's going to teach you how to put down boundaries with men and you have to do it early when you are dating by the time you're married it's it's a lot later It's, it's not too late but it's It's like when you, you know, you start a relationship, it's great to start it off on the right tone so that you're just maintaining the tone, right? It's a lot harder to get into shape once you're out of shape. It's a lot easier to maintain. So little things like this woman will say things like, um, you know, you're not going to cook for a man until he's earned the fucking privilege of wife behavior, meaning like you're monogamous, he respects you, you respect him, blah, blah, blah. Um shit like that like don't answer his fucking 2 a.m texts what are you crazy like all this stuff it's in that book it's great and it does sound like he's treating you like his mom because he can men do what they can most people do what they can so i think nadab's whole thing of like hey do you like fucking me (laughs) um that's a huge motivation for men too is sex And once you're like, hey, dude, this is a fucking pussy dryer for me. Like, I shrivel up down there when this happens. You better believe that behavior will change right quick. Nailed it, mommy. It'll change so fast. Hey, dude, like, when you do this, it makes me not want to have sex with you. You will see the results. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's do one more. Do we have another voicemail? No, we didn't. Uh, No, we did them. That's right. Okay. Um, Hold on. Let me see. Oh my God, guys, like, like, I'm not that smart, you know what I mean? I'm not.
not that smart. Okay, this one's kind of interesting. Uh, my wife and I have sex four to six times a year. We have two kids, three and seven. She doesn't hug or kiss me. There's no affection coming from her at all, ever. We sleep in the same bed but have separate blankets. We don't cuddle in bed or on the couch or anything ever. I gave up trying many years ago due to the constant rejection. I don't feel like a man. Our relationship is shit and I fucking hate it. We are literally babysitters slash roommates. I've tried to talk to her about this many times, but nothing ever changes. I've told her that I want to have sex more or at least want her to hug me or touch me more. And she'll say, all you care about is sex. We've tried to schedule sex for Saturday nights. That happened once. Help. I'd rather not get divorced because of our kids. You know, I'll be there in May. My queen above 18. Thanks, Ricky. Oh, boy. You tell me, guys. Getting a fucking couples therapy, homie. Uh-uh, get the fuck out. No, there's kids. There's, there's kids. kids. It's tougher. Too bad. Nuh-uh. No. No, 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 no. Fix this. Like, this Fix is... It. Like, you don't want to... If you can't avoid divorce, avoid it, you know? But it's it's almost the, the same Sorry. advice, except for you take off word. Instead of asking her, do you like fucking me, ask her, do you do like, like fucking? Married. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you like being married? No, you know? I mean, look... Let, let's back it up, okay? So let's back it up. I just spilled water all over my face like a fucking monster. <laughs> I look so stupid. I look like I just ate pork chops on the fucking... Um, okay, so let's back up. This is for all the kids, the people listening who don't have children yet and who are not married. I've told this to the boys in the booth off camera. I will tell you it now. Gentlemen, gentlemen, listen to me. Marry a woman who likes having sex with you, who really likes sex, okay? Marry the girl who will want you and desire you and is happy and fun and willing to put out. How she behaves before she gets married, right, let's say. So marriage in and of itself without kids, I mean, yeah, it slows down the sex life a bit, but <clears throat> I don't think that's the real sex shrinker. It's when you have kids and only because the woman so taxed by you know you're giving your fucking essence all day every day to two little how many beings you have i'm gonna throw up and you don't <laughs> not really i'm just kidding um she's just drained usually your energy or resources she's you guys have two children three and seven it's a lot it's a fucking lot so you're just not as inclined to want to fuck a lot but you still fuck when you have kids because right. you like fucking Right, because I mean, yeah, it's, it's difficult, but being a, being a parent is difficult. It's all difficult. Life yeah. is hard. And it's like, and if you don't have enough energy to like still be a partner, then <clears> it's like really what you got to tell them is something like, Put out. Redland Skate Park, pussy. <laughs> Put out. You know, you got to fucking do some, you want to get some shit, you got to do some shit. Put out or get out, Cindy. Well, so Ricky's got a problem. His wife is a kind of a, is a cold fish. Right. You got to cook that fish up. You got to cook the fish. So, fuck, I mean, you said that you've said this to her, that you need it. I don't think women comprehend the need that sex is for men. It is not a want. It is a fucking need. Yeah. You right? need to get a... Th I think what she needs to hear is probably a third party saying it. Because otherwise she's going to say, like, oh, all you care about is sex. But she needs to hear someone that she doesn't know how their brain works to be like... No, this isn't something you could just ignore. You got to fix this. You got to fix it. Okay, so Ricky, have your wife listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> so let me explain this to the women 
listening, this is what I gather, and you guys in the booth can tell me if I'm wrong or not, but from what I've learned about working in studio jeans and 44 years of life is that males need to come. It's, it doesn't make sense to women because we're like, what? Their peener is like the center of their fucking universe, and like pooping and eating, they need to make white. And I know it sounds crazy to us because we're like nurturers and lovers and we like care for people and it's, I don't know, it seems weird, but it has to happen. They have to make white to feel normal. Is that accurate? Am I, is that accurate? I think you're, you're I think you're really close to it. Okay. So what's that? T- tell me what's the deal. Um, Like it's, it's not that the, like, I mean, my universe doesn't revolve around me coming. But okay. I'd say it's probably like a real big part. It's a big <laughs> of, part of like motivations and inspirations, and you know, like getting out of bed. It's yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a huge factor in doing things that you do. All right, Annie, do you have anything to add to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know, people are some people are more sexual than others. For me, yeah, it's it's a need to an extent that like I don't even necessarily. Uh, could say that I want like when I want it's it's just and it has to be done and there's like stages of anger that start to progress if I don't get it and it's just, it's bad it's bad it's all bad yeah yeah I, I think I, I just maybe it's part of like this new feminism right now or like where we're at in the society that it's like you can't say this shit out loud because people are like, in the patriarchy, men have been coming for years. Why do they have to come anymore? It's like, it's not even about that. It's just like, do you want a happy marriage? Do you want to keep things going? Do you want your children to grow up in a home with two loving parents? Then this must happen. It must happen. And to the women listening, I know it's hard and you don't want to do it all the time, but like, if you do it, your life is so much better. It's just easier. Like everything runs smoothly in the home. Your husband will will do stuff for you without you asking. Oh, it's yeah. fucking great. Happy spouse, happy house, right? And yeah. Just milk his D. All you have to do is touch that D and like it'll just be better. So she's she's maybe not as sexual. A lot of times after women have children, there's your sexuality dies. It could be physical. Her vag could be messed up from birthing her body has she gained weight is she depressed like all of the above maybe she needs to see a shrink so sit down and have a real fucking and then it's not just like all you can't ban is sex it's not that maybe it's a mm. deeper conversation what does she need from you right maybe maybe she needs affection yeah. without the implication of sex that too so so there's a the whole so listen sex is always the symptom it's not the cause in, in the breakdown in relationship. That's why people ask you, are you having sex? Are you having sex? Because it's a great litmus for what's going on. If you guys are fucking, chances are everything else is going smooth. If you're not banging, chances are it's not. So you have to work on the other stuff in order to get to the sex. So you have to get to her heart before you can get to her vag. That's usually the case with women. So, I mean, try to wine, winer and diner, man. Take her out to dinner. Uh, Take her somewhere nice. Get her away from the kids. If you can, get a hotel room for the night and get her nice and dressed up. Get her get, have a glass of wine and fuck. Make her feel like a human. She's with two kids probably all day. She doesn't want to do any of that. And and say it's not just about sex. I want to be with you. I want to be intimate with you. And that's too men. I, I Again, correct me if I'm wrong here. I sense that's how you get your validation and your connection is through sex. 
it's that woman saying, I want you inside of my body. I want you like, it's, it's acceptance from a woman. It means a lot to them, right? Sure. I, <laughs> I mean, sense it, that. It, it definitely makes your day. Yeah. <laughs> like to, for a woman to give her vagina and her body to you is like, it's just a melding. So say that to her, not just, it's not just the act of sex. It's wanting to be closer to her and, and, and to give each other, you know, to, to make the marriage complete. So if you explain it that way, you might get a better response from her. It's uh, it's it's that love language thing too, where yeah. it's like it's all about a trade of some kind. So whatever it could be, that uh, you know, like the wine and dine, it could be there's like acts of service. Oh right. The, uh, what is it? The um, quality time. It could literally just be spending time with her. But yeah, there's probably something that she's not getting, and it's a it's a simple trade, not voiced that way, mm-hmm. but essentially what you're saying, where like um. If, if you touch the dude's dick that he's gonna, he's going to be doing all types of shit for you all around true, the house yeah. it's because he's happier he wants to it's not like a trade thing it just works out that way because you're happier right it's not a conscious thing like it's just this unconscious unconscious dance that men and women i think do <laughs> um but you're right so the the love language thing if you don't know this there's a book like the five love languages you can google it now it's everywhere and find out what makes her tick in terms of like is it spending time with her quality time is it first of all you got to get away from the kids that that's definitely what it is get away from the kids do something that's in her interest and when she's happy talk to her about your needs right but you got to it is give and take very good very good you guys good good this is a good team i like this (sighs) we solved so many problems today you guys we covered cloth washable pads We've met a girl named Gavin. We learned that chest milk is ridiculous. And that um, Nadav still sleeps naked with his asshole on his Hell sheets. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyways, leave me a voicemail. Um, 213-375-5184. Leave me an email where my mom's at at gmail.com. I hope to see you when I come perform live in your city. ChristinaPOnline.com for ticket links. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Mwah! You're gorgeous. I love you. You're precious. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at?